Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a performance storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hey, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's one from Doris Davinsky. A couple of weeks ago, I went to one of my favorite thrift stores, the Debbie Rand Thrift Store in Boca Raton, and just to look around and see what they had. And I was enjoying myself. And I happened to see this lady next to me who was reaching up for a pillow. So I asked her if she needed help, and she said, no, no, she can do it. And then we started talking. She's a very sweet, very nice lady. And she mentioned to me that somebody dumped a little black, sickly-looking blind kitten in her yard this morning. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, no. I have been rescuing kitties for many years, and I really hate to hear these stories. She said that she and her husband were animal lovers, and he is highly allergic to cats. She could not take this cat in. She couldn't even take it inside for the night. I'm thinking to myself, does she want me to take this cat? I have two elderly cats. I have two older dogs that I just started to foster that the cats are very upset about. And now if I wanted to take this other cat kitty in blind and sickly and with probably a lot of medical problems, it may be too much for me. So all these things are going through my head. And she said that she tried to call a lot of animal shelters, a lot of places to take this animal in, and they were all full. It was kitten season and nobody had any room. So I'm starting to panic slowly, and I'm thinking, well, maybe I could just take this cat in for the night. And I did offer her that. I said, I, we, maybe we can meet, and I'll just take the cat in for the night, and you keep on looking and see what shelters are available for this poor little animal. And she said, okay, I really am very happy that you offered that. Thank you very much. She was very grateful. She said, I'll call you this evening. I said, okay. So I went home and towards the evening, I got a phone call from her and she said that she was at the PetSmart on 441 in Boca Raton. And she was speaking to one of the volunteers at Good Karma Rescue who have a place there for adoptions. They would take the kitty in, they said. They would um, bring it to the vet and make sure the kitty is safe. And I, when she told me that, I was very happy. And I'm thinking to myself, who's gonna take this kitty? She's blind. This lady told me that the good karma people went to the vet and had to, the eyes had to be removed and the kitty had to get strong enough for the operation and then they would put him on the website. But okay, but who's gonna adopt this kitty? So we kept in touch for over the next couple of weeks and the kitty went to the vet and was doing better and better. And they put a picture of him on the website. And to my surprise, there were three people who put in applications to adopt this little cat. And I guess I underestimated people. Doris Davinsky, 
A story about a cat. Not just a cat, but a thrift store. Michael, this story has it all. <laughs> well, she was in a thrift store, and she met another woman who enjoyed cats. Is that where you go to, uh, to find cat-friendly people? Well, that's what I was thinking, you know. What did you, what did you get in the thrift store? Oh, I got a cat, you know, as you do. <laughs> and that's what I love about the story. It's so charming that you don't know. There are a couple things I love about the story, but it's so lovely to think. You go to do one thing. You've got one thing in mind, and life has other plans. And I just love that idea that you never know what you're going to find, particularly in a thrift store. She was, I mean, they were both very friendly, which is very encouraging. And she is quite compassionate the way she loves cats. You know, Michael, I was thinking one of the things that people said about the sadness of the COVID um, period in our lives is that it, a very important part of life is these spur-of-the-moment impromptu meetings with strangers, whether it's giving cash or a credit card and making a, a little bit of conversation with a clerk or meeting somebody in a thrift store, whatever. These are so important to our lives, as reminding us that we are part of a community. And during the isolating part of COVID, before the vaccines, people really didn't have these interactions. So much was closed. You didn't just happen to meet somebody. So this is such a community story. You sound rather positive about the direction our human race is going there, Karen. <gasps> Well, it scares me to say it, but yes, particularly with the story. Michael, there were three people, not one, not two, three people who wanted to take a blind kitty. And by the way, I love that she calls them kitties and doggies. I think that is just so, it, it's so, I mean, these are people who love animals and also don't seem to have uh, too much against other humans. You know, they seem to even love humans. And I just, what a concept in 2022. Yes, I am amazed that Doris took in this blind, sickly kitty and that anybody would be willing to. Well, there are at least three who are uh, <laughs> uh, ready to do it. And Doris was ready to foster the cat overnight. She's already got two foster dogs plus her own cats. I mean, it does, like you say. I mean, it makes you think maybe there's hope for the human race. We only hear and for obvious reasons, you know, the news expression, if it bleeds, it leads. We only hear the bad stuff. And there's so much good stuff. There's so many things that we can celebrate. And it's important that we hear good stories. Do you have any sense that these people are a little bit crazy? Not at all. <laughs> I think there are, I'm not going to suggest that there aren't some people who have 60, 70 cats in their houses, and maybe that's too much, and maybe their neighbors have to call uh, the authorities on them because the houses smell and they, they can't keep them sanitized, but not these two. I think these people are just, I mean, what's crazy about wanting to take care of a poor defenseless animal? I heard a report on NPR maybe a year or two ago about cats having some sort of pheromone and 
control over human beings. And it, that was a kind of a scary story. I never listen to NPR. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I don't deny the fact that we have in Mara House a cat rule. If the cat is on you, you don't have to. In fact, you're not allowed to get up until the cat deigns to leave <laughs> because you are so honored to have that cat. It's an honor to have a cat in your lap. Well, I'm not sure what category to put you in, Karen. <laughs> Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send me an email to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at fsandfrankau.edu. Dr. Karen Neal is a performance storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.